Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. What a joy it is to have you in our Soul Shepherding community. Talking with you in this podcast is such an honor. Thank you for spending your your time in this conversation with Christy and me. And gosh, if we haven't met you yet, we would love to meet you. We would love to have you in our Soul Shepherding Institute community. We have uh, 40 people uh, and growing uh, each of our retreats, 10, 10 institute retreats we're leading this year. And when we do these Soul Talks podcasts, we just imagine our friends in the Soul Shepherding Institute uh, all kinds of folks, uh, pastors, missionaries, but not just them, uh, ministry spouses, spiritual directors, coaches, other church leaders. You are welcome. Come join us. We would love to have you in that community. Uh, and we're so glad to have you in this one. So thank you for being in the Soul Talks community. And we have just finished talking about some of the accusations of the enemy and how to overcome them in some different ways. Uh, Christy, you shared and then I shared vulnerably because we, as best we can, God helping us, we want to be Wounded Healers, for you who are listening, that's uh, one of the themes in the S stage of spirit-led ministry, the uh, the S stage of the Christ stages that make up the journey of the soul, as many of you know, the stages of faith uh, from our, uh, our recent book of two years ago, Journey of the Soul, and want to live in spirit-led ministry if we can, and being wounded healers is a real theme in that as we learn to take take courage and be vulnerable and let, let God repurpose our stories uh, Henry Nouwen's been such a mentor to us in that, Christy, uh, such an example of a of a wounded healer, so thankful for him. And so uh, we want to, in this podcast, we want to lean into uh, the scripture that we just uh, stumbled on, Psalm 31, verse 20, uh, in the shelter of your presence, you hide them from the accusations of the enemy. And I did some Bible study on that, and in the older translations, the wording is, in the shelter of your face, you hide them from the enemy's accusations. And wow, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? When we think about the Lord's face, and you know, Christy, as we've been writing the book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, our our new book that'll be coming out, uh, and friends, if you haven't pre-ordered, we would love for you to pre-order the book so you can take this journey with us. Uh, all the proceeds from this go to Soul Shepherding to help this ministry reach more people like you. And if you pre-ordered, Amazon will show it more so more people find the book. And that's what we want. We want you on this journey with us and more people to join us. And so what we talk about in that book, Christy, is the importance of seeing the face of Jesus mm-hmm. in our type. Yeah. And so we wrote this book because what we felt were missing in Enneagram books, even those that come from a Christian perspective, is really emphasizing uh, the importance of emotions for understanding our personality and for healing and growth in our personality. It happens through our emotions. Uh, And then secondly, that leading into uh, intimacy with Jesus, where we actually see Jesus's face in our type. And so we do uh, gospel studies on Jesus as each type of the Enneagram. That's my favorite part of the book, is seeing Jesus as an Enneagram one. Or when it went for you, Christy, seeing Jesus as an Enneagram two. And that's what we need because Jesus is the fullness and perfection of a human being. And so he is the full uh, righteousness, uh, love, health uh, of a human being in every 
type. He is every type at its best. And so he shows you in your type how to get over your sin pattern, over your weaknesses, over your brokenness and pain, over the uh, emotions of distress that you're struggling with. And, and basically, we all struggle with anger, shame, anxiety, and sadness. That's what we talk about in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith. Uh, uh, in different ways, we all struggle with those four core uh, emotions. And Jesus shows us how to experience healing and get free from that within our type. So that's well, the key. Yeah, it's key. And it's, and it's so good. The presence of the Lord, and especially, I really like that wording, the face of the Lord. So we had a great conversation about this, Christy. Well, you were telling me about how you looked up the Hebrew, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how much the Hebrew language emphasizes the body, mm-hmm. the physical and the language. And, and you've learned this as you've been learning from an Old Testament scholar who actually teaches in our spiritual direction training, Jeff yeah. McCory. And we've really appreciated this understanding of the body language and how important it is. Even in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, you use a lot of the Hebrew idioms because they're so good with this. Because we're unpacking different feeling words to describe the emotions Mm -hmm. that we experience in our personality. And so we go back to the Bible and we find Bible words, Hebrew words, and they're words like this that bring out the physicality. Mm -hmm. And I learned that back getting my PhD that... Emotions are very much a bodily mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. So as you were sharing this and you were talking about the Hebrew word of instead of the presence of Christ, well, say the verse again, the context, because I think it's important. Well, the way it is in the NIV is in the shelter of your presence, you hide them from the accusations of the enemy. Yeah. But the older versions, instead of using the word presence, they say in the shelter of your face. Yes. Yeah, and you when hide you, them from the accusations. And of the so, enemy. when you said that, I flashed right back to the last time I experienced that, and it was when we were on the way to the airport. You were taking me to the airport to fly home to care for our three grandchildren under five years old for a week while you went on and ministered without me. And we stopped at a Starbucks. And for you were going to be ministering with me. I was you, supposed you to be ministering with early. you. You changed your ticket, flew yes. back early to help the family. Yes. And we stopped at a Starbucks just before you dropped me off and got matcha tea lattes because we really enjoy those. And we were talking and I began to tell you how I was feeling, all the sadness that I was feeling about missing out on the ministry that you were going to and how vulnerable it felt to me and how I was grieving And then I began to tell you about all of my fears about the week I was going into, stepping into a situation of crisis, of intense grief, of intense stress, of intense need, of um, caring for our three grandchildren, all under five years old, all by myself, without you, because I'd never done it without you. No, I'd raised our three kids and cared for them all day without you, but it's been decades. And to do that again, when... They didn't have, I did, it wouldn't be my home and I wouldn't have full control of the schedule. And just, there's so much that I was anticipating. I was tired. We hadn't slept much the week before. Um, and thinking about the baby being up in the night and not being able, you know, the baby being breastfed and not being able to feed the baby, but wanting to support Mm. my daughter in what she needed that week. And so as I began to just share with you all of my emotions going into the week, what I was going to, what I was missing out on. Your face was so attuned to me Mm. and your eyes were so full of shining the love of God to me Mm. that I just felt 
pierced to my core with God's love. And I remember feeling that, feeling God's loving presence just shining from your face. And and I I took like a photographic memory of it. It was like, mm. I want to remember this. I want this seared into my memory. Yeah. Because it felt like a holy moment. It felt like you were just oozing God's love and grace to me in the midst of all this emotion that I was feeling that I was, was negative emotion. I was ashamed to be feeling it. I didn't want to be feeling it. And the palpable sense of God's presence and grace through your face. So then as I went through that week, every time I felt the sadness of not being with you and not getting to be ministering with you and the fear that it wouldn't matter and that you wouldn't miss me and that nobody would miss me and that I wasn't important, I would go back and I flashed your face and how you were looking at me with God's love. And then when I felt the overwhelm with the kids and like, I'm exhausted and I don't have the energy and how am I going to make it to the next need, I would flash back to your face there and think, God's with me. I'm not alone. It's not up to my own strength. And flashing back to your face reminded me of God's presence with me. Mm -hmm. So I really loved that when you said, the Hebrew says, face protects me, shields me, rescues me from the accusations of the enemies. Because every time I was under the accusation of the enemy, I flash back to your face, the face of God's love to me. Mm -hmm. And it strengthened me and it helped me and it worked. Yeah, it reminds me of the great uh, ironic blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. And, uh, Yeah, so friends, as you're listening, you might be focused on uh, what Christy received from my face, but that's really secondary to the face of the Lord, Mm -hmm. the face of Jesus shining with love. Uh, And also, my face, not only secondary to Jesus' face, because that's really what you were seeing, Mm -hmm. but it was also, it's really secondary to your trust in Jesus, that you were looking. yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So just, when I was sharing my emotions with you in that Starbucks, I was looking to Jesus. I was confessing out loud to Jesus about my emotions and my needs. I mean, on my side, I was so honored, Christy, by your trust and your courage, your vulnerability to listen to you, uh, to have empathy, and just to do my best to, to beam Jesus's presence, Jesus's face to you. And so I didn't say much. I remember the conversation well. It was a lot of listening and asking a few questions and making a few empathetic comments, but mostly I was just listening and you were sharing your heart. And that conversation just says so much about you, Christy, and your growth in the Lord to fight off the accusations of Satan and not go into depression there, not go into insecurity and looking down with downcast eyes and dropping your head and feeling ashamed, but instead to agree with God's grace and to look for the smile of Jesus and to trust that I really wanted to hear your story. I really did feel for you. I really did care for you. I really did respect you and value your gifts and really was going to miss you not having you speak with me. And so your courage to lean into that and to trust God in that and then to 
uh, like you said, to em- emblazon into your, your brain cells that sense of Jesus' shining face so that you could recall that in, in the days to come. That's so powerful. That, that's such a tremendous picture of what it looks like for all of us, in, uh, as you who are listening, in your position of insecurity or need or hurt uh, or the challenges that you're in, the stress in your life, to see the face of Jesus shining over you with love, that's the most important thing. And that's what, when we're unhealthy in our personalities, we get away from that. Yeah, well, and I had to do a lot of training to be able to see the face of God that way because, and I shared with you as we were talking about this verse that, well, right now I love the face language, but the first half of my journey, as we're talking about journey of the soul, the first half of my journey, the face of God would not have been a refuge for me because I would have projected onto the face of God a frown. Mm-hmm. I would have projected onto the face of God a blank stare, a distant look. I wouldn't have been able to see the, on the face of God love like I was like I'm able to now. And that's been because I've needed so much healing and growth. I've needed to come to identify my mistaken images of God and my projections onto God's face through my my own judgment and shame and um, or or others who've hurt me, their faces onto God. And I needed healing of that and freedom from that. And then I needed the enthrallment with Jesus from what we've written about in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Face, of being able to see the face of Jesus in all nine Enneagram types. And to be able to study in scripture and to see the face of Jesus through the gospel passages, which is where... We're writing and, and get, getting that. So it's been a process for me. Yeah, when we get stuck in the unhealthy aspects of our personality, we hit the wall, uh, stop growing, uh, God feels distant, we get discombobulated in our faith, and we don't understand what's happening there. And there's a deep work of the Spirit and an invitation to do some inner journey work, some inner healing work, and confessing of hurts and wounds and uh, sins and working through some deeper parts of our personality that have been unconscious to us. So it, when we hit those walls, it's, there's actually a gracious invitation of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to do that inner journey work, which is the, the I stage in uh, the model of the Christ stages that make up the journey of the soul. And so... Um, so I write in Journey of the Soul about my journey, some of that work and what it looked like. But one of the things it looked like was learning to agree with God's grace mm-hmm. and love coming through the face of other people who I was looking to him through, like my, like Jane Willard, um, like as a, as a mentor to me and a spiritual director to mm-hmm. me. And like through really coming to trust that whenever anybody face is shining upon me is smiling at me or loving me or listening to me with empathy that that's actually coming from god that's right not just them and that i want to agree with his grace his love through that yeah and so we're, we're illustrating the um juxtaposition of two our, our two most important training models in soul shepherding, the first being around the journey of the soul and the stages of faith, the stages of emotional and spiritual growth. We're all 
in one of those Christ stages at any point in time. Uh, and then the second being our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, which looks at our personality. And we all have an unhealthy side of our personality and a potentially healthy side, an unloving side and a loving side. And getting to know the, the uh, crossway between those two and to, to devote that to Jesus and to find that place of seeing Jesus' shining face, which is that inner journey work, but now it's happening within the specificity of our personality because in each of our personalities there are specific, unique to your your personality, to your Enneagram type, struggles that you have. And when you can name that, when you can see that, then you, you can uh, resist Satan more powerfully because he's finding those weak spots and he's using that against you. To, to shame you or to, or to frighten you or to put you into a posture of resentment or anxiety. And so when we can wake up to that, uh, we call it listening to the emotional alarm in your personality. We can wake up to that, oh, I'm sliding into an unhealthy region of my personality and instead look to the face of Jesus that shines on us with love like you're illustrating, Christy. And, and as we said, he even does that within our own personality. He reflects back mm-hmm. to us. He comes to us uh, within the healthy and loving aspect of our personality at its best, mm-hmm. mirroring to us who we can be and, and, and mediating that to us. And so I think about how scripture we're told over and over again to remember, 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 right. make a monument or yeah. you know, to go back and remember. And so that's what I did was I will revisit at times when I need that against the accusation of the enemy. I'll remember the last time I sensed his face smiling at me, Mm -hmm. shining upon me, his face of grace. I've agreed with his grace and received it. And that helps me to do it in the moment instead of agree with the accusation of the enemy. Yeah, and we we do that as we uh, read the Bible and we read stories and we can just see Jesus' face shining on people, you know, the leper. If you want to, you could heal me. And he's like so uh, hesitant because people are going, unclean, unclean, it's a leper, get away from us. And so he, he's having to fight through all of that, fight through the crowd and find his way to Jesus. If you would want to, you could heal me. And Jesus says, I want to. <laughs> and he, he hugs him and, and, he, and he heals him. And that's the way Jesus shines with love just as he did over that leper and smiled at him and embraced him and says, I do love you. I do want to heal you. And that's how Jesus comes to each of us. And so that's Psalm 31, verse 20. In the shelter of your face, you hide us from the accusations of the enemy. Friends, that's what we want you to see is the face of Jesus shining over you. And that's why we wrote our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith. And so we would just love it. You would love it if you would pre-order that, even pre-order copies for your friends because you'll be the first to get it uh, in uh, August when it, 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 before it comes out uh, September 1st. Uh, and also you'll help more people find Soul Shepherding because the a- Amazon logarithms will say, oh, people are wanting this book and they'll show it more. And that helps more people find our podcast and all the ministries of Soul Shepherding. So we appreciate that. Lord, thank you for each one listening to this podcast. We are so grateful that it's really true that Jesus, Lord God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, even the angels of the heavens, our guardian angels, shine with your face, God, your face of love. And and even people do that for us. 
especially your people, Lord, as, as we follow your new commandment, Jesus, and we love one another, uh, your face of grace, your face of affirming love, unconditional love, shines over each one of us. Help us to see that. Help us to see that even now it's really true. And to behold your face, Lord. Those who look to the Lord are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Your your shining face of grace heals our shame, also frees us from fear and anxiety, frees us from resentment and anger, irritability, brings us into your love and joy and peace and power. Let that be true for each of our friends. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 